Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And we're testing this out remotely, so it's weird, but good thing is, I think, like, I was about to say, I don't think my dog's going to make a lot of noise, and now she's crying, so. Yeah, that one. Drink that I am, I'm just a little convinced that as I sit down in my basement by myself that I have a ghost with us, so it's very this fun. podcast is now brought to you by Kelly, Sam, and Ghost, so. Go Charlotte. That's her name. Go Charlotte. <laughs> she... My dog is still staring in that room in the same corner. And now she's crying. So Charlotte's definitely pulling on her tail. (laughs) Guys, if I don't survive, as long as like nothing freaky happens on the video recording, we're good. I'm about to get some Blair Witch Project. (laughs) Oh my God, I would literally die. I'm going to move some footage. Just, I would, I would move. You buy know. some sage. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe do it like a an exorcism. Get a, get a priest to yeah. breast the house. <laughs> uh, that would be terrible. What would you do if you lived like found, like you bought a house then found out that it was insanely haunted? You ha- here's the thing. Do you have to disclose that when you put up a house for sale? Well, no. I I don't know. People don't believe in ghosts, so what would you, like, if the person selling your house doesn't believe in paranormal? So I would just put it right for sale. That's <laughs> it. We're done. Take the mortgage back because we're done. I, I don't even know how you could live in a house like that. You would be living in, like, fear. But all guess, the time. All the time. But, you know, it depends what kind of ghosts are. Is, are we talking about, like, Casper, friendly ghosts, or are we talking about, like, paranormal activity? Like paranormal activity, like it's some demon shit going on. Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me. <laughs> it's one hundred percent no. Like I'm in it, that ghost group. The the I forgot what it's named. Uh-huh. Some of the shit that they post in there is crazy. Like the things with the plants dying and like all that stuff. Freaky. I saw this one. So freaky. I feel like I tagged you in it where she, her and her friends had bought this house that they were all going to renovate. It was mm-hmm. like, that one was scary. So scary. She walks up the stairs and there's like something in the corner and she didn't even realize it until she went back to watch the film. It looked like it was like the ring. Yeah. No, that one was scary. Freaky. Tabitha is coming for you. I hope <laughs> the pay for that house was not much and they can just wash it because you no. Know. I, I, I don't know what I would do. I would, I'm just like so scared all the time. And especially like if I wake up in the middle of the night and I wake up and it's like three in the morning, I will like just lay in bed terrified because it's like, that's when everything happens. So why do I want to walk around? It's the witching hour. It's crazy. I can't imagine. Well, you know what? I feel like my first reaction would be to think there's an actual person that's somehow getting into my house all the time and then mm-hmm. disappearing and like, like a squatter. Yeah. And like harassing me and taunting me. And then when I realize like that's not possible anymore and it has to be ghosts, <laughs> it's like, I'm not sure which is worse. At least the police, at least, like 
yeah, at least the police could come if you had a squatter in your house, like yeah. tormenting you, they could come and take that person away. Where a ghost, you're kind of SOL. So you need a priest. <laughs> you need something. So I don't know. I speaking of like needing a priest, I think both of Real Housewives this week like needed something like a priest, a therapist, something. So <laughs> they just need group therapy at this point. They they need help. First of all, Real Housewives of New York. I have to say that there's a lot of reality TV this year that has really just jinxed 2020 because they have this, this is just like a random little moment that I'm skipping ahead to, but they have the birthday celebration at the restaurant for Sonia. And one of them says 2020 is going to be the year for you. And every shows like, it was on who was it? Siesta Key said the same thing. About 2020, and I was like, oh, why would you say that? Ruined it. I mean, we ruined it, too, because we said 2020 was going to be our year. Oh, man. It didn't happen. Am I frozen for you? Who's Okay. You're not, you're now unfrozen. Okay. You were frozen, too. I was like, wait. (laughs) Okay. That was a short little that was quick though but yes all these people including us us ruined it we just, i doubt literally everyone said 2020 was going to be the year like the best one but and it's just it is not a trash year like throw it away i don't need it i don't want it i know i was looking up um Things to do for my 30th birthday. That's how, why I sent you Villa. What is it? Villa de something. Yeah. Where they're saying, Real Housewives of New York, if you want to look it up. I, I forgot how I thought. I think, like, they should, like, the outside of it that had the name. But it's almost 12,000 square feet. Insane. That's insane. Full butler staff at all times, 24-7 during your stay. What else did it have? pool six bedrooms i think basically its own private beach yeah even if you were to get what did i say even if you get 12 people to go it's still 400 dollars per person per night yeah it said 12 plus but like i don't think i would want like 12 people's like enough especially if you have couples that makes it a lot easier since there's only six bedrooms but it's, I feel like that's a trip that you have to do. You would have to do if you're going to fit like, you know, the max amount of people so that it's least amount of money. You have to do it with couples because then you get into that yeah. awkward thing like who's going to sleep where. Yeah. Which is also so crazy because there's six bedrooms. Yet Ramona and Sonia chose the double room when there's probably another bedroom somewhere. Two yeah. other bedrooms with big beds. So... I don't know. Something about the two of them is weird. Speaking of weird is this whole entire story with Sonia and the water pill. And that's what was making her act crazy. I'm like, it's just drunk. What did she, what was it? Drunken sailor syndrome. (laughs) It just is like a little bit fishy because I feel like there are plenty of people who are dehydrated and you don't get get that. No. What? It's just a diuretic that she's taking for bleeding. Yeah, 
it doesn't follow because first of all, I don't drink, drink a whole lot of water. And I, I seem to be not like that when I drink. Second, I think there's more to it. I think like she had to have taken like Xanax or something. Yeah. And the water pill. So the water pill is not what did it. The water pill is just like another pill you probably took. Yeah. She's like, I'm throwing them out. It's like, uh, just don't drink on Z- like take a Xanax or drink. Like choose one. Well, that's what, I mean, even Ramona, she kind of snuck in there. Like it was probably like, you know, the water pill and the Xanax and this, it's like, yeah, you know. But also like everyone's like, she only had one drink. No, she didn't. Like, she's clearly drinking rosé and coke the whole time. It's so disgusting. Luanne has a sip of it, and she's like, this is just terrible. <laughs> because it sounds disgusting. Rosé is not a wine you mix. No. Didn't know. Not even in, like, a spritz. Like, not even, like, in any capacity. No. no. Speaking of, like, wine spritzers, Dorinda freaking saying oh well I only had I was only drinking no you're drinking Tito's and soda like we all saw him make you a drink Dorinda here's the thing I love her for her delusional behavior but at the same time it's so frustrating because what when she did go to speak to Ramona she wasn't at her point where she was like unable yeah and so I could see from that point why she was frustrated. She goes to check on Ramona and Ramona just starts going like, I can't hang around you guys. And Dorinda, I don't think in a malicious way brought up, like Sonia should have been in bed. She should have never yeah. been her, which was true. And then Ramona just has to go back to, well, there are times when you're like that. That, that wasn't the conversation. Yeah, not at all. So Ramona was, Ramona is bugging me because she definitely has this attitude this whole season. Like I'm better than all of you. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't drink. I, I drink with water out. Please. And like the crazy thing is, is Ramona sitting there saying that Leah is acting like she's holier than now. It's like, no. do you do you know how you're acting? Because that's literally the definition of it. So. And then when she goes to Dorinda, you need to go to AA. What? It's just things that are, first of all, I will agree with Dorinda. If, you, if you're somebody's friend and you're concerned, that's not how you go about it. Especially if that's really like the first conversation you're having about it. That's not what you immediately go to. Yeah, no. I could see if somebody's been nasty to you and you've had multiple conversations about it and you've tried to get them help. You could get to a point where you're like, you know what? You should go to AA. Yeah. But that's not where we're but at. They haven't, no, they haven't had that sit down intervention style no conversation with her that's coming next week but (laughs) they kind of did it in reverse but I think like everyone has a point with like Dorinda it she just gets nasty when she drinks to the point of like she skips everything goes for the nuclear bomb that she knows like Mm -hmm. she can just throw throw out that phrase and it's like okay well it's not even worth arguing so no her whole thing with Luann when Luann comes back and just relays what Ramona was saying about Dorinda yeah and Dorinda just goes again for the I haven't been arrested I haven't been on probation and it's like that wasn't even a topic no and then the next day she she won't even admit that she's like I remember everything yeah she's like you 
uh, she she goes, uh, well, Luann said to me something like, well, you've been like that sometimes, which she didn't say. No, she didn't. And I'm so glad that it was filmed so she can watch it back. And realize she didn't, th- and even Leah, Leah was saying, I was the most sober person there. And I don't remember her saying anything like that. Yeah. It's just, she does. And then she sort of makes her own narrative instead of apologizing for it. She comes up with reasons as to why she said these things. Yeah. Where, no, just say sorry. And then, and then get over it. And yeah. end it, so. That would, that would solve the issue. But instead she has, she does, her, her and Ramona, I think, are both deflectors. Yeah. It, as soon as you bring up, like, something that they're doing that's, you don't, they don't agree with, they just find somebody else to push yeah. it off to. I just also don't understand, like, Dorinda, I think, should probably get help for her drinking just because it goes from zero to 100 and it's affecting her relationships. Where, like, I think Luann has, like, has the ability to say to her at this point, like, you need help because Luann is always the person that she goes after with this snarky comments and everything. it's to the point where it's no longer like her just being funny. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, like sometimes when she is like that, it's entertaining to watch, but it's when it gets nasty and it's always like, it always, like you said, it goes from zero to 100 and it always ends up in a fight with somebody. Mm-hmm. And so quickly too, where I think they showed from when she came back from talking to Ramona to when Luann came back, it was like 15 minutes. Yeah, it and was not a long time at all. It escalated so quickly. Like, she went from, I'm sure she was, like, drinking, but she went from to the point where she was, like, able to communicate and you could understand her to the, her point. You can tell when she's just gone because she just really yeah. is, speaks almost like, she speaks sideways. <laughs> she speaks in cursive when she is at that point. <laughs> It's like, I feel like they don't know how to pace themselves. And I feel like we've, like, everyone's been there where it's like you're drinking and then you're like, oh, I don't feel drunk. And then all of a sudden it hits you. But I feel like that's Sonia and Dorinda all of the time. Like, they're either great, so then they continue drinking, and then all of a sudden it just, like, hits them and then they just crumble. I agree. And they go, then they go to this dinner. The place, I have to say, looks very very cutesy like mm-hmm. it looked like a good time the, the man with the tequila bottle and then all the margaritas stacked mm-hmm. up and hilarious it did look like a good time I I don't know if it, it it almost looked like it was maybe even like a little local place too mm-hmm. it was so cute and I love that it was for Sonia because she definitely is needing attention and love right now yeah so I appreciated that Leah, Leah and Ramona make up, they make up at the house. And then at the dinner, Leah, Leah definitely likes to poke the bear with Ramona. Ramona, yeah. She does. I mean, it's funny, but she does things intentionally to get a reaction out of her. And I think she really does. Honestly, I think Ramona has said, I do think she sort of looks at her as like a mother figure. Yeah. And Ramona treats her as like, in that mother figure, like when they were having the conversation with the apo- 
the kind of apology. It wasn't really an apology, but it was the best you're going to get from Ramona. It was in that very, like, I just have these expectations, like something a mother would say to their daughter. Yes. And she, I mean, she, she could be her daughter. Ramona's 63 and um, Leah's, I think, 37. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, almost 30 year difference between them. She could be her daughter. Yeah, no, she could. I don't know that they're ever going to be at the level where they're friends like that because they're completely different generations. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's it's an interesting relationship to see. And they sort of make up like, you know, Ramona comes back and is like, I love you. We'll talk about this tomorrow, which is very, Mm -hmm. the way, I mean, she even says it herself. Like, you know, if I come back and I give her a kiss and I disarm her, then it'll, everything will be fine. And I feel like it's a little bit manipulative, but yeah, that's Ramona for you. I also don't like the conversation they were having, like, it, she was just, Leah was trying to be funny of like, oh, you have a tight pussy. They, they literally were just talking about that the day before. So about how she doesn't have a camel toe and like all of that stuff. But like, it wasn't like this outlandish, inappropriate comment, but even Luann was like, oh, I don't like that word. But Sonia was like screaming it essentially the day before. So, and I don't. I don't understand this whole Ramona, I'm a good Catholic girl. We've seen you on the show for how many seasons? Did Leah say to her something about turtle time? Yes, she said <laughs> like turtle time all the time or something like that. Or yeah. Turtle time, which is just iconic. I love it that she just <sighs> referenced it because that was Ramona. That was her whole thing. The first couple mm-hmm. of seasons was turtle time, her being drunk. Yeah. So one, I love that it shows that Leah has seen the show and two we just haven't heard it in so long like it's been seasons without them referencing it it has and that was a huge part of Ramona's entire persona was that turtle time so that was amazing yeah but also Dorinda's boobs are just like so large when she was wearing the like dress I think it was I think they were fake no, because in there was like two the Halloween thing where she put that other thing on and didn't have a bra on. Remember, her boobs were, looked exactly yeah. the same. True. She like I must wear like compression bras. I don't know because she doesn't look that big. No. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, she must wear something. I know she had breast implants. I've been buying. I have to say, for a second, we need to talk about they release these reunion looks. Luann looks insane. Amazing. I was even thinking that while they were on the beach and she's wearing the bikini, I was like, Luann looks amazing. And she, I mean, you can see she works out, but I think part of it is definitely genetics. She just must have amazing genes. Mm -hmm. Because to be her age and to look that good, it's like insane. She has the body of a 25-year-old. She does. Like, they, all of them are going back in time. Like, yeah. the, even Ramona, there is definitely a lot of freaking face tune in that one photo. But she looks like she's 20. She looks so young. <laughs> and I, one of the Bravo accounts I follow, I don't know which one, but they did um, a series of all of the cast photos from beginning 
to now because it was, I think this past episode was just the 200th episode yeah. for New York. And it's amazing to see Ramona, even like Ramona from the beginning to Ramona now, she looks younger now, which I get she's also had a lot of lot more work done. Yeah. But she looks amazing. She does. Sonia definitely got a lot of work done during quarantine. Oh <laughs> well, she's, she admitted, she said she got a, a partial facelift. So we knew that. And you know what? Good for her. Like John, She looks great. So looks, if I have that much money when I'm that age, which I definitely will not, but if I did, I would get it done. So yeah. Kudos to her. Like if you have the money and I like that thing I like with Sonia, she's very upfront about it. And she comes out and says it where I, I can't get with the reality people and influencers who say like, Oh, it's just a good diet or good makeup or good this. And it's like, Oh, I just drank this tea. Yeah. (laughs) And we just know it's, it's lies. And I have no problem with people getting work done, but I feel like if you're a public person, you have to be upfront about it because then people think, your look is attainable just by doing something naturally. Yeah. Where I think Ramona, I feel like that one photo of Ramona definitely like looked like she needed like an asterisk next to it and said like, this courtesy of like Dr. So-and-so and Facetune. Facetune too. So... They all look to, like, um, smooth the hell out of their photos. Yeah. So they have no pores. No pores, no wrinkles. Nothing. No anything. Like, no, like, that natural, like, smile yeah. crease. <laughs> exactly. They have none of it because they just love to smooth over their faces. So, and again, you know what? If that's what makes you feel better, then that's yeah. fine. But, like, people should be honest about it because – yeah. Then other people are thinking, like, what's wrong with me? Why I don't, I don't look like that? Um, everyone looked great at the reunion. I'm gl- glad they're doing it in person. Because it just adds a good, like, another layer to it. I think it's going to be so much better. I loved the short hair on Sonia. It looked so good. Her it, hair looked, it was, like, a good length for her. Yes. It, it's I more think, modern. Yes. And I think sometimes the longer hair ages her. Mm-hmm. So the short hair looked good. I don't know. I wasn't feeling the mask. It was a little much. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate trying to dress up the mask, but I felt like it just looked like a Bane mask with mm-hmm. some girls attached to it. And then Leah, I wasn't here for her look, but that's also just a lot of the stuff she wears I'm not here for. It's just not my vibe, but... And the mask, I was like, I don't know if we're missing something and maybe we'll hear more, but... Just from the picture, it didn't look it like... It looked like a mesh mask. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not going to do anything for anybody. But, well, maybe yeah. there more. Maybe there's a slip, on, slip under it that we just couldn't see. Yeah. Dorinda, eh, it wasn't it for me. <laughs> she I just... A little figure skatey. I know, like, I just... Someone... I think I, I forgot where I saw this, but someone was like... All the looks for Real Housewives of New York literally look like Coachella, like rave outfits, especially what Leah wore, especially what Sonia wore with the mask. Yeah. But and no, t- Luann definitely looked the best. She looked, she looked so young. She looked so like, she just like very happy too. She had this glow about her. Mm-hmm. 
I think I thought Ramona looked great. I felt like the dress was very plain. Yeah. It was it was nice. She looked great, but I just felt like for a reunion, it just sort of looked like something you would pick up off a shelf anywhere. Yeah. And Tinsley does come back. I was gonna say is Tinsley gonna be there? But. I posted photo a photo of her. She has this like of course huge tool ball gown because it's just Tinsley. That and those look the best on her. Like she's not gonna pull off like Aaliyah outfit so she rocks that sort of look because that's what she is she's very just like glam princessy like she just gives off that energy so anything else would not look the same and I would expect nothing less of her yeah I'm looking at Dorinda's and she I think it's also the hair that makes it figure skatey also yes it was just, it was not it for me, but she looks, listen, she looks great. They, I think they all look amazing for their age, especially too. Like, I mean, they look good for any age, but they all look so young. It's crazy. Yeah. But not all the looks were for me. Oh, I do like Tinsley's though. Yeah, it was it's just like very fun. like young, fun, like... Yes. And it was done at the same place where Taylor Swift shot her music yes. video. So Oklahoma Castle. And mm-hmm. Kevin Jonas and Danielle Jonas got married there. Mm-hmm. Very keep was Kevin Jonas, was that show on Bravo? It was on E. So was it? Sister Sister Network. Yeah. It's all owned by NBC Universal. So Yeah. Essentially it's the same vibe. But that was a that was a show I would I would watch more of Married to Jonas. I loved that show. <laughs> but I was thinking about Housewives. I know you're still watching Potomac. Potomac. And I feel like just watching, I watched the first two episodes from this season because it came back. And the thing that I noticed is for the m- most part, a lot of them are younger. There are more of them in their 30s than in any other city. Yeah. And I feel like that's what keeps them fresh and what keeps the drama interesting. I feel like some of these other cities, they're getting to the ages where it's just, it's no longer one, they have no skin in the game. Like they've been doing it forever. They have no reason to bring anything to the table. Yeah. I think I might start Potomac, like the new season, because I feel like I have a good base on most of the people, but... And, like, I know some of the... I've been, like, Googling them, but that's... I, I think I might just start the new season and then watch the old ones as I have time. I mean, Potomac, to me, is just such an underrated city because it's... The drama is so good. Yeah. But they're all very, like... I think they're all very interesting people. They're all very... They have so many things that are that tie into them they have like those political aspects that also tie in Mm -hmm. they are all I think they're all just like well-spoken too Mm -hmm. yeah so I think everybody needs to at least give Potomac a try I feel like if you watch even just a couple of episodes of the first season it's something that's very easy to get into yeah no I like it I also think like Giselle is literally beautiful yeah I think she's the most beautiful housewife out of all of them she just has flawless skin and she's so naturally 
beautiful. Mm-hmm. And her, like, it's just everything about her. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Agreed. I, I think she is, hands down, like, most beautiful out of all of them. Whether she's in full, and the thing is, like, she does her makeup, but she doesn't do, like, half of the full glam that a mm-hmm. lot of other women do. And she's still stunning. Yeah. Speaking of glam, Ted was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills today. And I don't know how it came up because he didn't even like notice the full glam team doing like Dorit's makeup. And so like, I think he's just used to seeing that stuff on TV. And I was like, no, Ted, like they have to fly those people with them to like, they didn't hire them while they were in Rome. And he's like, wait. And then that's how we got into the conversation about like, where do these people get their money? Because Ted was very confused. (laughs) I mean, it's insane that they fly these people and I'm sure they pay for their hotel. They, yeah. I'm they sure would have to. They must have to also give them some sort of allowance for food mm-hmm. because they're flying there. They, they have to eat somewhere. Yeah. So it, it, it can't be cheap. No. But Not at all. What I'll say about Dorit is that I don't always click with her looks, but I appreciate all the effort that goes into them. Mm-hmm. The one where I, when they go, when, shoot, Kyle and her are getting, just talking, eating pasta, drinking wine. She looks so good in those scenes with like the pulled back tight bun, Love the jacket with the Fendi. Like it just looked very put together, very, like it fit where she was. Yes. Agreed. Loved. The dinner it was, it was like, it was cool. I don't know. I yeah. wasn't the hair. Yeah. But I got the look that yeah. she was going for. Yeah. I, I get it. I get exactly. I can appreciate it, but it just like, mm-hmm. wasn't for me. Ted thinks Erica looks like a robot. So Erica, I feel like when they do that, like huge hair on her, I feel like it ages her. No, she did look a lot older than she does in other scenes there. Ted thinks, like, she just moves robotic a little bit. Like, she is a little stiff, like, as she moves, like, her head and stuff. And then also she does that, like, very intense blushing contour, which, like, Ted was like, it just doesn't look natural. And I was like, well, I mean, it's not. It's makeup. So I loved the looks that she was giving us when they go with the... uh, was it the Ferraris? And then they go to the mm-hmm. wine cellar. Mm-hmm. It was very 70s glam. Where was Teddy? Because she didn't do the wine. I get why she wouldn't do the wine and Lamborghinis because I wouldn't want to do that if I was pregnant either. So, but she didn't go to the other, she didn't go shopping. I think she was literally just at the hotel because before uh, Kyle goes to, get lunch with Dorit she is talking to Teddy who says that she's just gonna work out and then she's just gonna rest so she must have just been like so exhausted that she was like I'm gonna sit this out much like the rest of the season (laughs) I mean she really has (laughs) she she, I feel like I forget that she's even on the show yeah and I get that she's pregnant so she's probably exhausted and it's not like you can even drink at these filming days which probably makes it that much more unbearable but it's what you, you signed on for yeah no yeah if I'm gonna take issue with Garcelle not being on a lot 
I have to take issue with Teddy not being on it a lot as well. Yeah. No, Teddy isn't really, but at least like she's there. She's just not doing anything interesting enough to be on camera. But that's, so. always, that's always worse. It's like you were there and nobody <laughs> even notices you. There are some, I was trying to tell Ted like who Teddy's dad, like how Ted, Teddy like is like, and I kept saying that girl right there. And then as soon as he would look up, it would cut. And he, I was like, Jesus, Ted, like she's not any of the other. And he's like, I haven't seen her. And I was like, it's always like just in the background, in the side, like you see her. Because but. she's adding so little to the situation. Yeah. I didn't understand this whole disagreement with Dorit and Kyle. I just feel like that was like a non, it didn't even need to be included in the episode because to me it was so like, there is no point to this. They also cut that scene of them eating pasta very weirdly because there is one part where they're eating pasta and then Kyle's talking and like saying something and it's supposed to look like a continuous sentence, but it's cut because at one part there's pasta on the table, then one part there's no pasta on the table and then there's pasta again and Dorit's like spooning it onto Kyle's plate. It's like, are we supposed to believe that this was one just long sentence? Because now I know it's not because there's different, different table setups on all of them. It's, it was just like not even a scene that needed to happen in the first place. So the fact that they're going back and cutting it to yeah, it a certain way. It's like, we don't need to do this. We don't even need the scene because no one cares. Yeah, nobody cares. And it's not that exciting. I will say I just, every episode, I just love Sutton more and more. I do. I really like her. I don't think she needed to get everyone Hunter boots. Didn't really make sense because they're not going to wear them. And it literally, it's not like. They're in Italy. They're in Italy. It also just like, I get the, like, it had the crystals or whatever with the, but like, it also kind of looked like she could have just taken a hot glue gun and gone to Claire's and gotten those. I know she didn't, but. It, that's what it looked like. I could see if they went to somewhere like Ireland or mm-hmm. Scotland, something like that, where it rains a lot and maybe you're doing trips where you're in the grassy area or you're in the cliffs or something and you, you want the rain boots. I don't feel like hunter boots are really the vibe for Italy. Italy, no. It was we- it was just weird. But yeah. it's- it, was, it was sweet, but it didn't make a whole lot of sense. No, but I, it was very relatable when she's just like, I've gained some weight and none of my clothes are fitting right. And every, everybody's like, no, you look fine. She's like, my clothes don't fit right. Raise your hand if you like, if anybody likes that. It was just very yeah. And she was like, I don't like trying on clothes, which that's also very relatable. Like, sometimes I just want to try on clothes in the privacy of my own house and not have to do a fashion show for people. No, especially when you're not feeling the way clothes are fitting on you. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't even want to see this on myself. Never mind. I don't want everybody else to yeah. see this on me. So even though she has so much money, that part is unrelatable to me. <laughs> the part about her clothes not fitting her, the way she wants them to fit, felt very relatable. Yeah. No, that felt relatable. But 
just like different clothes we're talking like you know <laughs> very different set of clothes you know these are I'm not normally wearing like custom made Dolce & Gabbana it's not my regular outfit go-to but we're <laughs> like my Amazon dress that I bought for $25 oh, I was bored today I had to go I got like pillows and sheets and stuff because we just needed some new stuff and then I was trying on Gucci watches because <laughs> I was like, well, I have nothing else to do. And I found one that I really like, but it just like was gold. And I feel, felt like it would clash too much with like my engagement ring and stuff like that. So, and also I didn't want to spend that much on a Gucci watch at that moment. <laughs> but amazing. So Honestly, I feel like most of this episode was kind of a wash for me, except for when they sit back down at this dinner, when they're all together. And one, we find out that Denise tried to get out of there and they didn't have any flights. Yeah. And then they all sit down and like, you know, obviously this whole thing with her and Brandy comes up again. And I feel two ways about this. The one way I feel is that like, I don't know if it was Rena said, Somebody said the night, no, I think it was Teddy. The night before she said mm-hmm. she barely talked to Brandy. And, and didn't now, talk to her before Kyle's party. Exactly. She literally said that exact sentence. And now she's saying that she did talk to Brandy before the party. And Brandy told her all this information about the group. And said that she has slept with every single woman she's come in contact with. And she slept with either Kyle or Rina. Yeah. So, it made no sense because, like, if she was being backed into a corner the night before, this is all the shit you would have said. Not, like, the day after, like, oh, let me think about this and formulate a response, but... Yeah, it's just all very suspect. So, here's the thing. This is where point I've come to is that, do I think that her and Denise, Denise and Brandy, something happened? Yes. Do I think they slept together? I don't think so. I think maybe they hooked up like they made out or something but I just don't see Denise while her children and husband are in the same area as her doing that yeah that's the part that's a little unbelievable to me I could see them maybe having a threesome or having something weird yeah where they hook up and Aaron's in there like something like that I don't think it was sex without Aaron knowing and it was cheating I think like he definitely knew and was probably there but but even to me like her kids were there I just find it I find it very not believable that she's doing all of this anything like that while her kids are there I could see her like whatever they make out but also how big's her house well according to Brandy's story they were in a loft and her mm. kids were down below. So if her kids were really down below. Yeah, that's not believable. That's but not believable. if they're I, in a large, like, multi-square, like, thousands of square feet, that is a little bit more believable just because, like, her kids could be so far. Yeah. I mean, I think something happened. I don't think it's what Brandy said because I think that Brandy wants back on the show. And I think she wants, I think she embellishes on things. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. But again, at some, it's also to, to me, it's like, it's none of our business, regardless of what did happen. It's none of nobody's business on the show. Yeah. Like what happens in somebody's personal bedroom. So, I mean, now that it's out, but I don't know, even though it's even with it still being out, it's like nobody else's. It's no one's business, but does everyone want it? It's kind of like what Erica said of like, or maybe it was, no, it was Garcelle. Like, it's no one's business, but I do want to know what happened. Yeah, exactly. No, it's like, we definitely want to know now because it's on on TV, but it's it's none of our business. It's, no, it's none of their businesses. And I can't imagine if somebody said something about like Erica and Tom or mm-hmm. Kyle and Mauricio, it, it would, I don't feel like it would be the same situation. No, it wouldn't. I think it's because it's Denise. Yeah. And all of that. But I don't know. Nothing crazy happened. It was a to be continued for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, because so much happened in the episode. Yeah, it's not even like there was a huge cliffhanger. No. That it just they didn't finish the scene for dinner. So it was just like a weird to be continued because they could have taken the Dury Kyle scene out and then just lengthen the dinner scene and not had it been a to be continued unless they just don't have footage to I don't, show like yeah, to stretch it I feel like they don't have the extra footage because it makes no sense to me I, I feel like they could have taken out half this episode the Kyle and Dorit thing honestly the whole part where they're in like this Italian the whatever they were in the wine cellar I didn't feel like anything was super exciting Mm-mm. during that the whole thing when they were like Dolce & Gabbana it, those were, like, fun, but not, like, juicy, like, yeah. gossip. I wish they showed more of the night before when the, it was interesting that, like, Dorit went yes. with um, Denise. And that it was just interesting how they split yeah. off. Yeah. And were those lines because something's falling on that, like, more of the Kyle's, like, not really Denise, but Garcelle's with Denise. So it was just, like, an interesting cut. And I wish we saw more of that because they probably were talking a lot. Me too. I feel like that would have been interesting for this Jesse versus what we did see. Mm-hmm. It was fun, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't the kind of fun where it's like, oh, this is so cool to watch. It's like, okay, they're just sitting down. Or yeah. They're, they're just, like, shopping. But it's not even, like, they were showing us anything I don't know like when they go shopping I want to see like everybody's buying something I want to see everybody's told up I like to see what everybody mm-hmm. every, like, multi-thousand dollar totals versus just Kyle getting the hat and shoes that we didn't even get to see yeah all we saw was the hat but which was not that special <laughs> so there was I feel like there were other things that could have taken out and like you said just put in that footage and it would have been better yeah Beverly Hills I don't know they're, they're just like, first of all, Denise is carrying the season on her back. Because that's the she only is. real drama that has been centered around anybody has been Denise. Yeah. No, definitely she is. I think they just need new, I don't know if they need new people. I don't know what they need. They need something. Yeah. I, think I like something I could do without Garcelle just from lack of being there. Teddy, same thing. Yeah. Doesn't need to be there. 
Kyle, okay, fine. Like, I don't know. There's no one that I'm like, like, there's, I don't know. There's no one like drawing me in this season. And it, mm-hmm. everyone, I've heard people say like, Lisa needs to come back. But I don't think Lisa Vanderpump's going to come back. So I don't think so. I, I think she's had her day. And she was also, she was getting out of control too. I feel like she had her reckoning coming for her. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree. I just think that there's nobody that's really that interesting and nobody has a solid storyline except mm-hmm. for Denise. Yeah, it's really only Denise. We only ever see Denise's life, only hear about Denise's life. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know that Kyle has had really one single storyline except for getting into arguments with people and stirring things up yeah that's not a storyline uh, erica a little bit of the chicago but we barely get any of that yeah i think it probably honestly was like all the denise stuff happened so they wanted to show that more so they cut the other stuff out yeah but in but i feel like at the end of the day then it just makes it look like there is literally one singular storyline that they're mm-hmm. carrying through the season. And it's like, okay, what else do we have? Yeah. Where New York to me has been so dynamic, not dynamic, but it's been quick. It's like, you know, we have one episode and you have a storyline and then they move on and it's something else is going on. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you have those themes that sort of carry throughout, but each episode they have some new drama. That's It's a different up. thing that's making the same theme pop up versus like, talking about threesomes for six episodes Mm -hmm. about it's not like threesomes came up six times it happened one time but we had to talk about it for six episodes and does any you know what now thinking about this too it feels a little bit suspicious to me that that's Denise that's the big thing that they pick out from Denise is this whole threesome thing and now all of a sudden Brandy comes out and says that they slept together and you have Aaron sort of in the background here mm-hmm. this is a little suspicious yeah and i i want to say here's the thing i've loved kyle for many seasons this season i i really feel like maybe there's a little bit of manipulating here and i do really feel like maybe she's sort of concocted some of this i could see that i do though think that like during one of the conversations, Denise was the entire time just, like, covering and deflecting. Like, anytime someone said something, she came right back at them. So I think there, like, there is some truth. I feel like there has, like, there's some truth on Brandy's side, some truth on Denise's, but we're never going to figure out what really happened because she'll never fully admit it and Brandy's not going to, I don't think she'll ever go back on what she said because she said it and then she doesn't want to be a liar at this point. Exactly. And I saw, I saw some theory on TikTok and I sort of buy into it a little bit as to why maybe Kyle is more involved in this than we think because this, per- this guy brought up the point like, you know, Brandy's been a housewife. If they really wanted her to be back on the show, they could have her back. She's mm-hmm. expressed before that she would go back like, She's not really doing a whole lot. Yeah. She would come back in a heartbeat. But they haven't done that. But if Kyle brings her on the show, they have no choice but to film her. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
So I don't know. I'm I'm a little suspicious of Kyle right now. Yeah. But we'll see this to be continued next week and see what happens. It better be a freaking good to be continued because that would be bullshit if it's stupid. So it would be. I don't think it would really warrant the to be continued if it's just like they all leave. Yeah. No. Siesta key. I'm just, again, confused by the temperature in Siesta Key. So are we in the middle of a mountain or are we at the beach? Because sometimes they're wearing fur coats and then sometimes they're wearing t-shirts. And in the same scene. Sometimes they're at a yacht party wearing a bikini and then other times they're wearing wool hats. It's very confusing weather. I don't feel like it's really ever that cold where they need to wear fur coats but maybe they just do it for the look i don't know no idea it was just weird it's very strange i really am even though we haven't gotten a lot of sam i like him i like him he's just like very down to like way more down to earth than anyone on the show yeah so i like him Mm -hmm. by far not even by a little by far yeah. I, so we're, I don't know where they went, but Kelsey and not Kelsey, Madison and Chloe have like that conversation. Madison's like, can I talk to you? I just don't under, well, before we did that, when they were all talking, they're giving Madison so much shit about going to the gender reveal versus the yacht party. I'm sorry. There's only a gender reveal one time. Like, you can have a yacht party multiple weekends. He owns the fucking yacht. It's not like they rented it and she paid, like, didn't, like, it just was a weird argument because Alex and Melissa, this is their first child. It's not like they're going to have a gender reveal uh, next weekend, but it was just a weird argument. It was, and regardless of what happened between Alex and Juliet, Madison has been friends friends with him for a very long time she mm-hmm. allegedly works for his mom I don't know about that oh I forgot about that yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I use the words allegedly but it, it makes sense for her to go because she still has a relationship and I think she can keep a relationship with both people there doesn't have to be the sides thing that they're saying she picked a side yeah it it's weird but then Chloe and Madison have a conversation. Literally, it went nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. Madison trying to apologize. I think they're both wrong. Yeah, I agree. Madison probably shouldn't have just moved out like that. She probably should have had the conversation first. Chloe is also a shit stir, so I understand why Madison moved out, but... I agree. They're both wrong, and they were just... They were fighting in circles. Chloe recently is starting to bother me a little bit more. Here's the thing is... I love her for TV because oh, she yeah. is not afraid to just say whatever she wants and stir things up. But it, it comes at a cost. The, the part that kills me is like, it comes at a cost. If you're going to be the shift stir and the pot stir, you can't expect that everybody's going to love you at all times. Yeah. And then she gets in, she almost gets into this position like I've done nothing. But she, she does a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she does, does a lot. But, and now she gets it in her head that the reason they're having these issues is because of fish. 
Which it just to me it seems false. Yeah, like I don't know, but I thought it was cute that Ish came. What's for the holidays? So I think he's gonna be there for a while because I'm assuming it's before Christmas that he came, and then he's gonna stay through the New Year. So this whole LA siesta argument discussion I just feel like it makes again to me it makes no sense for her to live in LA when he's not there most of the year and then she she will literally have nobody yeah the thing is though like I feel like we're missing something because I bet before the season started filming Ish and her talked about them moving to LA so now he's kind of being blindsided Mm -hmm. with Kelsey being like oh I think you guys have stuff to talk about but I just like her. it was just weird because also he said like I thought you wanted to get into acting like yeah why would it why would you not go to LA and it hasn't come up like I feel like yeah she took acting classes but to me it didn't seem like she wanted to be a serious actor yeah which like I don't know what their conversations looked like before filming of like maybe she did want to get into acting and they were seriously talking about that, but also Kelsey was annoying the fuck out of me at that party. I don't know what she was like. She was just like popping up and like just stirring shit with random people. Oh, yeah. With random groups for no reason. Yeah. It was, I couldn't tell if she was drunk or just she was drunk. trying to act drunk. Like there are some parts where I was like, are you acting drunk or are you actually just wasted? You know what annoyed me so much? I'm just trying to think of what was annoying me so much that Chloe did. It's when she, when Brandon and Camilla show up to the party and she basically tells Amanda, like, go over there and try and get him to, like, flirt. But, like, to get in between the two of them, like, who's, why are you trying to get in their business? Yeah. I think they just broke up. Yes. Or something. So. I read, this is really, this is based in no facts at all just throwing out here it's very allegedly allegedly because it's based in zero fact but there are people saying that he got another girl pregnant really mm-hmm. where would that come from <laughs> this is from facebook so this is really there's this is based in absolutely zero fact so it could be completely false but if we're going off of the basis that we think some of these storylines are true and that he actually did cheat on Madison, which now it was a fake relationship too, but so that probably didn't actually happen. But listen, he does not to me seem to be completely committed to Camilla. Oh no, not at all. Camilla, I I died. It was just weird because it wasn't a kitten. No. It was a fucking cat. Like, here's this cat that, like, I get if she adopted this cat, but it just kind of looked like her cat that she shoved in a box and gave to him as a gift. It definitely had to have been. Like, it wasn't a little kitten like that, oh, we're going to raise this together. I think it was just her cat that she took from her house. And he was not thrilled. His face yeah. the whole time was less than. No, he was like, you got me a cat. So... <laughs> She is just pushing the storyline of, like, we're going to move in together. We're going to get married. We're going to have kids. And they've been t- back together for a total of, what, a month? 
maybe two. Yeah. Yeah, because this was Christmas and they got back together, I'm assuming, if we want to say, like, a little bit before Halloween. So it's just, it's pushing a narrative that makes no sense to me, but I appreciate it because it's hilarious. And, like, that's the only, honestly, if Camilla wasn't there, he would have no scenes. Yeah, agreed. Because he's barely on it. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't have anything going on. Well, you know, because his, his whole thing was his rap career. Which it's clearly not going anywhere. By now, he has all this exposure from the show. If he was truly a great, even if he was a mediocre rapper, he would have gone. He would get, yeah, he would have gone a little bit further. Yeah. Just but you know, the fact that he's gotten nothing at all, it's like this. I'm sorry, honey. It's time to call it a day. You can, you know what? You want to do it on the side and just do it as like a for, for funding? Do you, boo? Yeah. You can't have all of your eggs in this rap career. So it's it's not looking good for him. So he really he has nothing going on. No. And I feel like Jared. I was about to say Jared and his girlfriend show up to this party. And I don't like I don't even know what happened. Kelsey not Kelsey. Chloe why do I keep calling Chloe Kelsey, but Chloe and what's her name? I don't know. I want to say it's Ashley. Jared's girlfriend, <laughs> like, get into it. And then Kelsey is, like, has her arm around the girl. It was just very weird. Like, Kelsey, why are you inserting yourself here? Do you even know this girl? It was just so strange. But here's the thing. I feel like Chloe was starting so many fires at this party. Oh, yeah. And... And also, then, but wasn't this party for charity? It was. So it just felt like, what's going on here? You have this charity party, and then everybody's just starting fires everywhere. And also, everyone's just getting drunk. Like, yeah, every well, you know what? The alcohol probably didn't help. So the big thing of the night was always supposed to be this thing with Garrett and the girl that he's training from Halloween. Yeah, which they also have footage of him training her. Which is weird. So weird. That's like a whole other strangeness. But I will say, usually I'm team Garrett. I was team Kelsey on this. Why are you somebody you slept with? Why are you training someone that you slept with and then also posting pictures like that on Instagram? And you're like, anything to them. Yeah. Like that wasn't a training. That wasn't like him actually training. That was like, a them couple picture. Yes. And if he was really into this relationship, he would have been on his phone. Instead of shutting that shit down. Yes. Instead of having the reaction he had, he would have been like, you know what? Let me text her right now and tell her to take that down. Yeah. Or, okay, it makes you uncomfortable that I'm training her. It won't happen again. I'll tell her to find a new trainer. Exactly. I'm sure he has lots of buddies he can hook her up with. Yeah. Why is he training her when... They've slept together. They had a, a, a whatever fling. Yeah. It's like, she's not paying you a million dollars, I'm sure. No. If I was Kelsey, I would be so upset, so pissed off, like all of the emotions. Especially, like she says, he's been on her about this whole thing with Jake. And I honestly feel like she's been pretty respectful. Mm-hmm. And the fact that 
he's training this, he's this whole time he's been training this girl that he hooked up with before. It's such a double standard and so hypocritical. Yeah. And you know that Kelsey knows that you slept with her from the last party. So why don't you just stop at that? Like, he just, he's not into Kelsey. No, he's not. He's, he is just like not in this relationship. And I, seeing her emotion, I feel like she was, I feel like they did actually, were actually dating because she's not that great of an actress to be able to take something, that sort of emotion. Like she was genuinely upset. Yeah. And I just like, he wasn't, I think he was doing it. He was like in it. And then this girl, I don't know what happened, but like, like, we'll just keep it going for the ship. Like, I think they started as real and like, he just started fading away out of the relationship. Agreed. And then Juliet, I love when she goes up to Garrett and is like, hey, Garrett, can I talk to you? And she just starts swinging away. <laughs> I will say, is a great look at a charity event? No. Not really. But I can respect the fact that she's a loyal friend. She's like, you're not going to mess with my friend. Yeah. But <laughs> also, like, probably not the best look because... Sam's there and you have a history of just violence with people that you're mad at so she has a thing she cannot help herself and she just starts swinging yeah like it will always be my favorite when Chloe was badgering her for the freaking sunglasses and she goes you want the sunglasses and she just snaps them in half and throws them it's just like things like that are just so great but it's like Julia you might have some anger issues she definitely has something boiling down there also her at the fake not fake job fake fake job whatever and there she's like essentially they're starting to lay the groundwork for the like job or boy job or boy because she's like you have to pick one and it's like no she doesn't she can have both yeah it's 2020 let's get with it everybody you can have a little bit of everything you can have a balance so I agree it's definitely they're going the hills hills route (laughs) she's gonna it's gonna end up she's gonna be asked to go to Paris and she's probably not gonna go even though it's so crazy because Sam has enough money where he could go charter a jet and be there and like a few hours like it just doesn't make sense no he, he exactly he could he can go with her that would be the storyline I'd like to see is that she goes to Paris and he charters the jet and he goes and he meets her there yeah but yeah no I agree I will say I did some stalking of both of their Instagrams this weekend Sam and Juliet's and she just looks so much happier with she him. does she looks like she's actually enjoying her life seems like a nice guy who is respectful and is actually going to care for her and look after her versus Alex who really I he he was not in that relationship for Juliet I don't know who he was in it for but it wasn't Juliet sex yeah like that was it she's pretty yeah true that was it so I feel like she's found a person that fits her Mm -hmm. so I, I hope it lasts he just seems, I don't know, I get a very good vibe energy from him from the little bit that we've seen. Yeah. But what, I, I feel like the next episode for, 
Siesta Key looked really good from the previews. I just don't really remember. I watched it like so long ago. <laughs> I can't remember either. But this season so far has honestly been pretty good. I think maybe there's yeah. like one episode I was like, eh, not that much happened. But for the most part, it's been pretty juicy. And that's what I love Siesta Key for. I don't care that it is so manufactured because it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And we didn't even like feel the missing Alex this episode. No, I noticed that too. There was not as many flashbacks and it, it felt like a real like storyline. So I think like we said, they sort of set the ground last episode to phase out Alex. Mm-hmm. And I think we're really fully getting to that now where it's going to be like, he's done. And this might've been around the time that he quit. Yeah. So it's, I think it's going to really start to feel even more cohesive every episode where it's going to be like, Alex, who? Yeah. And I'm here for it. I kind of wish that, I know they don't do it on these scripted reality shows, but I kind of wish they had reunions after each season so they could, we could watch them re-watching it, but they couldn't do that because it's all fake versus like some of the other stuff. It's like, real so if you're watching the challenge like all of those emotions come back where this is like oh we filmed this scene like 12 times there's no emotion to come back to yeah besides probably frustration for having to film it 12 times that's about it i mean honestly they can probably start filming there in freaking florida and apparently there's no coronavirus down there so it's afraid of florida you know a lot of people are afraid of florida so it would make sense that corona is also afraid of florida I mean, it just doesn't exist, but no, they don't know what it is down there, <laughs> but they could definitely start filming. They could. I heard, I saw a post in Facebook group that um, somebody had went to a party with Anissa or somebody's, they knew somebody who was at a party with Anissa who said that they are start going to start filming maybe I think in September or soon, maybe sooner. And they are all going and quarantining for like two weeks and then they have to get tested, but they're going to Alaska, which I looked up as a very low positivity rate right now. It's like 1.1%. So that would make sense for them to go somewhere Mm -hmm. where one, they're going to be isolated anyway, but for like the production, who's not living in the house, it makes sense for them to go somewhere where the rate is so low that the risk is so much lower. Yeah. And they can't do it in a different country. So they can't, they can't do, and Alaska has so much, I'm sure just like open land for them to be able to film things and set up these challenges. Yeah. The only thing that sucks is like, I really wanted them to do somewhere tropical because I feel like we just had something that was cold and they were stuck in a bunker where when they do tropical, at least they, I don't know. It just adds another layer of that humidity, the sweating, the, I don't know. Agreed. But at least we know they're going to be filming, so there'll be some sort we'll of... We'll get content. something. Yeah, hopefully they'll rush the editing on that so that we can get it sooner rather than later because it's going to start getting bleak. I, yeah, I, I'm trying to think... I don't even know, like... I know they were filming Outer Banks. I don't watch that show, but... <laughs> I saw that they were filming that. Like, there's just not a lot being filmed. No. I did see Jersey started filming again. 
I feel like Jersey would be an easier one to do during quarantine to film because they are very much so family unit involved. Exactly. And again, the rates are relatively low. There's a little yeah. in Jersey, but for the most part, the rates are still pretty low. So I think it's possible. OC, Real House of OC, I didn't even watch the whole last season because it just, it wasn't, it hasn't been doing it for me. They need a refresh. They, they need a whole cast refresh, but they've been filming and I saw that basically before like every day they film, they have to get tested, mm. which makes sense. Yeah. So I think they're using precautions. Dallas had been filming and then supposedly there's rumors that Salt Lake City is going to premiere in maybe November. Okay. So we'll have something, but... Yeah, we'll have something. It's just when is when. But I feel like we have to be at the midpoint for Beverly Hills. Yeah, I would think. Like, they have to be winding down. And I feel like New York is getting... Yeah, especially because they just did the reunion. Exactly. Yeah, the fact that Beverly Hills did their reunion, what, maybe like two weeks ago? Maybe a little bit more. So we have to be close for Beverly Hills. And New York, I would think, is getting there as well. So they're going to start running out of things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to for these shows to wrap up, but then there's really nothing. I know. 90 Day Fiance will always have something. Well, they're going to run out soon because they're yeah. doing shows back, like, and they double. Yeah. So they're going to run out, too. I mean, I the thing, good thing about Jersey, I know, is that they, they Jersey was filming before COVID lockdowns. So at least they have a little bit of footage. I don't know mm-hmm. how much they got, but they'll have something. So it's not completely, they're film, it's not like they're filming everything from scratch. But even still, if they just started filming again, even if they, I don't feel like they had more than a month of footage. So they need at least another two months. And yeah. At least another probably month, month and a half to edit. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't turn into one of those things where, I don't know, we're watching it and they're doing stuff and we're like... Mm, we were in a pandemic should you have done that so <laughs> I hope not I really hope not like if they have a party like yeah. in the back of my head that's just what I'm going to be thinking the whole time I know it's just it's so sad but we'll see we'll see it'll be interesting to say the least so well, I hope somewhere some network has something in their reserves that they've just been saving for us I know, start just digging up random shit. And push that out to us because I feel like we're going to get to a point where there's going to be, like, nothing. Yeah. They're casting for The Circle, the Netflix one about, like, building up your social media, but I don't know when that will film. But that, they're all in their own rooms, aren't they? Yeah, that's easy to... And it's not even anyone filming them. Is it just cameras set up throughout the house? So you could definitely do that. Yeah. Although I will say that show was, I don't know, it wasn't quite for me. But <laughs> I think it was the people on the show. I wasn't vibing with any of them, but it, I, it was interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. But hopefully we'll get something because the last thing I want is we go into like the fall, winter months. 
And there's no one's already depressing. Exactly. (laughs) And then we lose the outdoor dining and then we have nothing. Like we need something to save us. I know. Ted and I were just talking about that of like, do you think restaurants will still do outdoor dining? I mean, heat lamps, they work. Well, New York City, they are stopping it as as of October 31st. Which I think a lot of places will, but if, say, like, rates don't go up in the fall, they probably will because people just get sick all the time then. But if they don't and things stay consistent, I feel like restaurants will just, they'll probably just invest in heat lamps. I hope they allow, I hope they allow restaurants to do that because, one, it gives them business so it's like I feel like for certain restaurants it's probably worth the investment just to invest in lamps so that they can continue to make revenue too it's like I will say I get if it's unsafe we can't do it but just the outdoor dining when it's done in a in a safe controlled environment you feel better yeah when we went to Bo Brooks this weekend there was no waiters or waitresses that took your order or anything it was all you ordered on your phone. That's then they brought it out to you all like packaged and everything. So there was very limited contact. It was essentially the only part with the contact was them bringing you your food, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. And that's like, you can, you can feel like safe about it, but mm-hmm. you still feel like I'm out and I'm like in society doing something yeah. versus I'm sitting in my house. There's nothing left really to watch on TV. I've watched everything to watch. And you just start to go crazy. Yeah. So we'll see. I know. You can still at least go out for your birthday. Because it's not the October 31st cutoff, but who knows what it'll be like then. I know. I know. That, that was the one part of me. It was like the other part of me was like, well, you know what? At least my birthday's in October. So I can go and eat some like you said eat somewhere for my birthday and not have to be stuck in my house I know when it gets to like end of December January February when it's like dead cold that will that will be rough it's gonna be so rough I because not a heat lamp's not gonna do shit no (laughs) when it's that cold it really doesn't matter what you have unless you're indoors in a restaurant which is obviously not going to be possible especially in winter it doesn't do anything so those are going to be rough months that I'm not looking forward to at all like I don't know how to even mentally prep for it but I'm going to try and figure out how to yeah Hmm. but I think that's all we have to spill this week we'll see how this goes I'm going on vacation soon but we can still record remotely because that's remote so um but don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Spill. And you can listen to us anywhere major podcasts can be heard. And give us a review. Rate us. Five stars, preferably. <laughs> Anything less, not allowed. <laughs> but we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.